Hey, uh, hey, greetings, everybody. Uh, this is Wesley Pepper. This is the Art Lexia podcast. This is episode 86. And uh, this is Susan Kosi. So good to join you guys again. And big ups for all the love, all the way from Lesotho with our brother Anta. Um, we had a beautiful conversation and uh, we shared a lot of art. It's been amazing. And he also showed the love back. That's what we're talking about, black love people. So yeah, yeah. Wesley, how was your week this long, hey? My week. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a it's been a it's been a long year. Um yeah, and I, I, I figured like I'm actually feeling it. I've actually been quite lethargic this week. Um, but there's reasons for that. A lot of XYZ, but we'll get to that. We actually re- maybe record an episode of that in the not recent future. There's also a lot of cool things coming up. Susan and myself also doing a little cool gig in Eswatini coming up really soon. It's going to be really dope because we're going to do some really cool streaming and a lot of cool shit from there. Um, there's also, remember, <laughs> I forgot to mention it last week, uh, but my I think my Solix, the group exhibition has to come to an end. But um, yeah, shout out to Yebo Gallery in Eswatini for hosting that. Um, I think <laughs> I'm sure it went well. Um, yeah, man. So this is a, uh, yeah, like I like said earlier, this is a we've come to 100. So thank you, everybody, for all the shout outs, for all the love, especially on Facebook. We do have a new uh, Facebook page, which is the Art Lexia podcast. Um, yeah, I only started recently, and there's reasons for that. Um, I'm trying to see something, and there is a few likes. Everybody that's liking it, thank you. <laughs> and uh, we also have a new email address, which is also interesting, which is the art next year dot podcast at gmail.com. So he does up for if it's anything you need to know, etc. etc. Yeah, um, that's that man. Um, it's actually we recorded this episode on the 18th of what's it, August? It's been okay. a good of a year, people. Yeah, like it's been a hell of a year, man, and it's cold, like it's it's yeah, it's, it's cold all of a sudden. So um, mm-hmm. With all that has been happening this year, there's so much to talk about and talking poetry today. So, Caesar will introduce the guest who's waiting quite eagerly, I can see. Yes, today we are joined by the lovely lady, ooh, ooh, Sister Candace Harris, and she wears a lot of caps and she's a poet. Welcome, Candace. And actually, um, We'd like you to introduce yourself, you know, through a poem, maybe. But greetings and welcome. Welcome to the Alexia. <laughs> Hi, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I look forward to tonight's show. You guys are so warm and welcoming. I can feel the vibe already. I'm liking where this is going. So, yeah, um, I'm Candice, as you just mentioned. And um, let me just like jump right into it, I guess, with my first piece, yeah? Mm-hmm. Tightrope walking the razor edge of reason. Colors blinding her will to see, scarring thought with paint splatters. I saw her bent backward in femininity, constructs of self cascading off mirages of other. Bruises tainting perfect bliss. I served her once, hunched over her dirty work, a corpse in the wasteland of servitude, a silhouette hacking dimension into time, pledging love with socks and a stained groin. 
From an angle, it seemed layered dreams awaited to be assembled, blood weaving tapestries of hope below vision's reach. Dark cities jaggedly calculate her fate, glued to highs that tint gray skies. She personifies neon lights as crucifixes slumber till better days. I am sheep. She whispers in pink indifference, echoing between silent billboards and blank brick walls. Piercing abyss, she wept, Jesus, puzzled by pieces that do not fit, bleeding femininity served on a platter with afternoon tea, a slave to doll face dreams, sullen nipples bitter with she. Glossy-eyed with innocence lost, engraving life into plastic limbs, surfaces etched in form. Martyrs dawn as uniformity textures landscapes with death, worshipping vacancies where rumors were spread. Dirty dishes and breasts, dirty dishes and breasts. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, wow, thank you, Candice. That was, um, and I loved how you, you know, you read the poem, um, so much energy. And you know, as you kept on reading, I'm like, oh my God, you know, I'm on about the feminine energy um, these days because I think it's because we are in the Marx season or just, I don't know, but there's something about feminine healing and yeah, I, I felt that was like a lot of healing that went into that, you know, that I felt from, from your poem. But can you tell us about, about that? What's that about? Thank you. And, I mean, what's going on about women as well, you know, around women, like there's something about the feminine energy at this point for it's me. Also, it's also very visual. Um, I, I picked up yeah. like, really strong like images. So yeah, just yeah, just give us like a breakdown. Yeah, I like um thank you that, that you know you're receiving the poem so warmly. Um the the significance of the poem has actually evolved from the time that I've written it to what it means to me now. And I think that's the beauty of poetry, right? Is that it doesn't ever stand still. I mean, the words are the same, but like the interpretation and the relevance and the context, like it's always changing, it's always morphing, right? So when I wrote the piece, it was very much, you know, feminist kind of philosophy, fist in the air, like burn bras type situation, right? Um, which was very tied to genitals, like, okay, guys, I'm a woman, I have this piece of anatomy and this is my narrative, right? But now when I read this piece, it's kind of, not kind of, but it's like more expressive of feminine energy, right? So feminine energy and our divine feminine and masculine energy and our divine masculine is something that we all have just as humans, right? Outside of what our sex is, outside of what our gender is, outside of what we identify as, like you get your alphabet crew that is just like everywhere these days, right? But if we need to be honest and if we had to get to the core of what it is, it's like we are all, we all have aspects of both divine masculine and feminine energy. So this piece is not about necessary woman necessarily but it is about that divine feminine that you know i think we all need to kind of tap into to become more holistic people yeah, yeah. yeah for sure and what kind of poetry are you reading right now uh, candace ah 
what am I reading at the moment? You know, the last poet I read was Rumi. So he's on that kind of esoteric God worship, but in a very real, tangible, sensual, he makes like God sensual. There's like, he doesn't divide. Like God isn't sitting somewhere on a throne and then there's us people that are like minions and beneath divinity, you know. So I enjoy that narrative, how he's able to weave what's holy with what's mundane and kind of blur the lines between those. Mm. Oh man, because yeah, Wes, but because I also was wondering if you also do that with your poetry, like um, is spirituality a big part of your... Yeah, I also, I also, I was, yeah. I, was, I, was, I, was like, I was trying to get into that, but, 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 but like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. so the question is spirituality, is it a big influence in my writing? Um basically um, like uh we picked up a I picked up a lot of spirituality and symbolism in there for sure. Um you also mentioned something interesting about uh, uh how our spirituality or our um, in, in my in my case bio energy. Um, 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 you know, you, you, you sort of speak on of that. So yeah, just like a comment. Um, yeah, man, just like a comment on that. Yeah. Comes through. Um, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's difficult to answer that question because I've never really thought about it in that way. But now that I'm being, you know, that question is being posed, I'm kind of having to come to an answer. Whereas spirituality is, it's kind of my life. I kind of live my life from spirit outwards so it's kind of like my core it's my foundation and everything that I am do aspire to seek to give or receive comes from that spiritual perspective right um mm-hmm. so asking if it's like a an inspiration to my work kind of makes me think of it as an external inspiration in ways it's, it's just kind of the way I live right so I guess to answer your question I should say yes I guess that's yeah. the right answer to the, to the question is to say yes. Um, but it's more just a way of being that just finds expression in my creativity. Yeah, man, that's actually quite interesting. Uh, so, so, um, sorry, Caesar. Uh, that's actually quite, quite, quite interesting. Because this podcast I started in 2020 with my hard lockdown. And um, one thing I've noticed uh, really clearly about, uh, about, about artists is uh, about their general outlook on the world and, 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 and sort of how they, because, you know, artists interpret how they view the world. Uh, a spirituality has taken like a, like a, it, it is, it is, it is, it is the same as a creatives um, over the past, you know, now almost a year, <clears throat> uh, two years and a, and a little bit into this and now sort of easing out, but the damage that has been done um, 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 is that artists are really tapping into that and they are being more bold um, um, with that, because as you know, the commercial machine uh, uh, doesn't really, you know, market that. So I think that's really exciting. So, yeah, I man, do you have anything to say about that? Are you talking to me? Or are you talking to Caesar? Are you? Is that question uh, directed to me? I'm talking to you. Uh, let me be more direct. Let me be. Let me be more direct. You were saying there, like in your when, um, earlier on, that like you only looked at it as a, 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 a you, you never really acknowledged it, but it's there, uh, uh, you know. And in other words, from like talking 
trauma based of spirituality is there and, and, and it's visual um it, it's actually quite graphic um has that has your spirituality changed over the pandemic was it be the same or how is that was Ooh. it a repeat? was it <laughs> Wow, what a loaded, loaded, loaded question. Um, you know, I find myself, I'm on this journey, right, uh, to learn more about who I really am and where I come from. And in trying to find the answers to that question, it's just uncovered all kinds of things in my life, right? Um, my journey in general, just like growing up spiritually, I was all kinds of things. I mean, you, you're a child being raised by your parents, so one minute I'm going to the Roman Catholic Church and the next thing I'm Anglican and the next thing my dad's dating a woman who's Seventh-day Adventist and then we're vegan and then like you know it was that kind of thing but I always had my own questions and so when I started seeking in my own capacity I kind of was drawn to like your eastern religions and eastern spirituality so I know I went through a phase of being Krishna conscious and then I joined a meditation movement and I went to India to meditate like twice and then I came back and but it was just like questions you know and I never really found anything that resonated with who I I was and that's because I didn't really know who I was right um but now that I'm learning more about my particularly my particular ancestry and my own lineage I'm finding things that resonate with who I am so how my spirituality has changed is now that it's it's more aligned to who I am so I have quite a diverse identity when it, when we look at where I come from like I have um, Nguni ancestry which is like related to my Zulu um, blood and I have uh, Khoi ancestry which relates to you know the first people and I have British ancestry and I have Tswana. So um, I find that when it comes to that, my spirituality kind of reflects my knowledge, my growing knowledge around where I come from. So mm -hmm. that's how my journey has evolved over time. But I also find that, that there's, like an over, there's also like an overarching theme of just the whole decolonial narrative that's happening in this country, right? We kind of associate freedom with post 94 and our our continent actually I don't want to say country our continent has a whole history prior to that where you know spirit was very much at the core of what we did community was very much at the core of who we were holistic living and being was very much at the core of who we were so body mind spirit soul community creativity all of that was like it was standard to who we were so you know it's I'm also very passionate about bringing to the fore those decolonial narratives where it's like who who are we guys so you know it's that spirituality that is also in in uh, why am I pronouncing words I don't even haven't even formed in my head I want to say inculcated but I uh, know it's not that word <laughs> it's just like ingrained in who we actually yeah. are you know yeah so yeah it's it's all of those things no for sure um I don't know, Candice, I'd like to read your work. Like, I'd like to see your work um, on paper, you know? Because, uh, yeah, it sounds very 
enthralling, especially because I'm I'm also just in my own research interested in like poetry that is about healing and feminine that's written by females because I still feel there's a huge gap, especially in the South African literature. Even though we're catching up, but like female voices, man, you know, um, we need more of those. I mean, we we cannot have enough of them. And yeah, so that's fascinating also that, you know, you meditate, you went to India uh, to <laughs> meditation. That is awesome. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing that yeah. with us. Eh? That's yeah, like that's... I'm from real personal space. Um, yeah. yeah, so just a follow-up question. See that the year coming to us? Ah, no, no, no. We can move on to like, because I'm interested in what, like, how do you make your work accessible? You know, because I know mm -hmm. poets are always, um, you know, sharing the work, doing work even after that. You know, collaborations, projects that you are working on. That like, I do have a question though that I'd like to speak before we get into like sort of I like to know what your processes are behind that because uh, mm -hmm. this platform we talk a lot about that we're very interested in how creators uh, conceptualize their work um, how to conceptualize their um, surroundings and so forth and the thing of first people though creole culture though culture which is a word I personally do not like um you know, come through there because you mentioned earlier on about like how many uh, sort of cultures that like I guess I guess made you. That's the right word. Um, and I know that's really exciting. And I'm talking from personal experience because I also come from I also got a boss. Um, there's many cultures that made Wesley many, um, and I actually do draw from them. You know, I don't always tell it to everybody, um, but I do. I guess that's why it makes us unique and I don't like that word either because that's just that's broke. Um but um yeah man it'll be interesting to see man like um uh, so as a uh, as a current person um already we open up to many different influences like like you said you know we uh, we grow with that how is that concept how is that influence your work how is that um um you know you you, you spoke about Roman Catholic uh Anglican and so forth. That must be crazy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I know there's that thing that also beats down on our personality. Uh, not personality, but you get what I'm saying. Um, I hope you're not trying to be too complicated, yeah. but yeah, man, how does that? Um, because it comes through very strong in the form you just say. Um, so just to recap your question, to make sure that I am answering the right question, you're asking how my diverse cultural background influences my work and what my, my writing mm -hmm. process is. I think I picked up two yeah. questions. I, from... could, I could have said that plainly too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I just want to make sure. I'm, yeah, I'm I guess I should doing be the more right... direct. But yeah, that's okay. Okay. Who? So I think they kind of they kind of the same answer, even though it's two different questions in like a weird kind of way. I am I've never been the type of person who can just sit and decide I'm going to write a haiku about the protests, you know, in this country, or I'm going to 
I'm guys I don't know I don't know what there has to be a word for people like me or artists like me I'm one of those who have to wait for lightning to strike like if there's not something trying to say itself through me or if there's not like an experience that is trying to find expression in my writing I generally don't write which is why I have these huge stretches of being active and inactive creatively because I don't, I don't, you know, and it's something I'm working on because I think my levels of productivity suffer because I don't, I don't have like that kind of ritual or flow when it comes to how I write and in, in terms of my process. Um, when I do write, it's, it's a matter of trying to be as still as possible and trying to be as empty as possible and just making sure I have an instrument near me, whether that's pen or paper or a laptop or my phone, and I'm just like taking down whatever is, is happening. Um, but yeah, it's it's really about being as little of myself as possible so that the work comes out, you know. <laughs> I don't know if that answers your question, you know. So in terms of my, my background and what has informed my identity and how that finds expression in my work, it's like, as I change, the work changes. And the more I align with who I am and you know what I find my values are and what I'm gravitating towards, that then finds expression in my narrative and what I create. Uh, so that's like the dialogue that happens between who I am and what my work is. Um, and there's some things that stand out more at some times, at, at some times than at other times. Um, mm -hmm. Like now it's, it's very much about identity, ancestry, um, and you know where we're coming from or where we're going to. In terms of my personal perspective, obviously, I'm not like the spokesperson of all of humanity, um, but yeah, that's kind of what I find my <laughs> my work echoes. It's just like my self discovery, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, actually, would you mind reading one more piece? For us. Okay, I'd love to, I'd love to. I am unlearning the language of kisses, my mouth slowly turning to stone, smiles threaten to crack the facade painted over my longing. Where moist mouths once touched, uncovering an aliveness unparalleled, ablaze by flames of passion burning between souls, bridging the dimension of creation and incarnation. Words that slipped, whispered, poured into ears between groans and heavy breathing. Desire conceiving to destroy walls erected to build defenses. There is a flickering recollection of what it tasted like, what he tasted like when we cared for nothing but the moments shared between us, galvanizing what had atrophied in the undiscovered reaches of my being, proof of my existence, someone looking in. Lying awake at night to feel him seemed far greater a prize than to dream. But now there are tombstones under my pillow that keep me from sleep and memories haunting beneath my skin like teeth. Your laughter echoes up and down the passages like specters, disembodied bliss that resist exorcism when all I was chasing was the afterlife in your eyes. 
any kind of paradise, salvation in the tormented nails that penetrated flesh at our peaks, crucifying two spirits suspended in rituals of ascension. Somewhere in the gathering mists of ever deafening silence, my body has become a practical thing, no longer a channel for transcendence, no sweet confessions trace the nape of my neck, just a head of unruly hair tumbles down my shoulders. I sometimes wish to awaken with a gasp from the nightmare of your absence, but I awake only into another dream where the oasis mirage of the future we constructed fills my thirst with warm grains of sand. And I choke on the suffocating distance between what was meant to be and what isn't. Will someone not walk me to the door and thank me for coming? I've been dining in this room alone for too long, wondering who the Frankenstein is glancing back at me in the reflection of these empty wine glasses. Why is the table always set for two when the only thing I ever hunger for is you? Your tongue on my flesh, the warmth of your breath, your slow, gentle stroke to my trembling satisfaction. I can't be quiet here. I will not leash these screams that leap to ever deeper seas of my quenched lechery, then simmer into sweet weeping near a crackling fire. Remember, when you held my life in your hands, dripping from the tips of your sticky fingers, then wiped along the edges of my pulsing lips. Come and unearth me from this premature grave. Rearrange the flowers of these wreaths into bouquets. Recite my eulogy backwards as the coffin is raised. Resurrect me with the sweat of your embrace. Thank you for that. <laughs> Wow. So yeah, I mean, we just scanned us as uh, Arena's quite a quite interesting piece. Um, yeah. the different themes, what? So we'll sort of unpack that and take it from there. Yeah. Candice, can you tell us about the poem? Like, um, what's that about? Because a lot is going on. The image. <laughs> Very like whoa, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's such a moving poem. I'm like, gosh, a lot is going on here. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, there was definitely a lot going on when I wrote that piece. Um, ah, oh, that piece happened at the height of when I was processing like a serious breakup, and breakup sounds like such a like an easy term it sounds like there's actually a severing you know the kinds of relationships you have with some people it's like a bond that you don't even know where it started or if it will ever end but there's like this flow of being between you right so we had separated it didn't end well and it, like you know but it took me forever to process like I wrote this poem literally over two years after we had separated you know because there was just so much coming out of me, you know, and I just, I think that's why I've been single for two years because guys really 
relationships Njolo guys seriously <laughs> it's the pits like it's the pits somebody was asking I think on Facebook I saw a status where people are like what's your favorite shadow work like medium of shadow work and I'm like relationships because yeah. it will if this comes from your relationship uh, good one. it's good a one. lot it's a lot like relationships are like they're guys they're like mirrors they're like everything you know it's 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 just too much so you know i was dreaming about us i was like seeing this person on the astral plane it was just hectic there's just visitations from ancestors guiding you this way and that way and there's stakeholders and it was just it was hectic it was just hectic so this piece came out of me i think at a time where there was a piece of me that was still hoping for like a reunion, you know, um, and I, I kind of think I'm, I've made peace with the fact that maybe we'll never be romantically involved. And, and yeah, I love this person forever, but it doesn't have to take on a particular form. You know, we don't have to be holding hands through it. I can love him from a distance and let him go. So, yeah. Sure. You go, girl. It's easy for the breakup. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you working on currently are you working on like putting your work together or mm. like do you perform do you perform a, a lot of your poetry also um, so actually i registered a non-profit company last year in december and i'm so excited about bringing it together um it's called Kham. Uh, which is, oh. it means green, come, come. Okay. It's in Torah. It's a Torah word. Torah is one of the languages, one of the Khoi languages, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I like the, the, the term green. It just has so many beautiful connotations, newness, freshness. Oh, does it mean green? Sweet. Yeah, it does right. mean green. So. Hey, hey, green, green. It's my favorite color. It's just favorite color. I love it. You and I are sisters. It's definitely the color of 2022. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah I know. Actually, I'm actually also using a green marker. I'm using a black marker, yeah. and orange, but I'm also. It's just, I don't know. I just yeah. wanted to share that. Um, You're so sure relevant. Yeah. I just I just picked up something also about you. You are very visual. You start out very very graphic, very emotional uh, metaphors. Um, like um, mm. does that come from a does that come from a certain space? Does that come from like the people you read? Uh, that come from a poetry that influences you? Because um, I also I sort of want to take this back, sort of like a little bit back. Yeah, we will we'll get there. So can you comment on that? Is there a reason for, or is it just your personality? I've actually, I don't notice that about my work. I'm now going to reread my work from your eyes and look at what it is that you're seeing because I've never seen, known that about myself. I didn't know. And I think that's what I love about, you know, interaction interaction and community and like creativity in this context is that you get to see things from a dif different perspective. I've never, I didn't know my work had that effect actually. So I can't tell you where it comes from. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Because, because there's there's some there's some there's some hardcore 
it's, it's, it's incredibly visual actually but i think that's also the beauty of poetry right because um when you write it when you write your poem and you're sharing it it doesn't belong to you anymore and people can do what they will with it and see it the way they are feeling it i think um that's also the healing power of poetry because in the first poem um you read i mean i felt like that's what healing is about because it's about real issues the the tone was angry it was a it was a soft anger i don't know you know it was not a vow i don't know how to you know what i'm trying to say but it, yeah. it's because it's out there and we can see it and and reflect really um you know making us uncomfortable sometimes but that's reality you know and that's why we write i suppose so yeah i really enjoy your work and how can we read much of it you know um how do, yeah how do we get hold of your work um where can we see your work um, I have a Facebook page where I post most of my my poetry too, but I'm I'm actually at the beginning of like just really being public about my work. I just went through the huge the good decade of being very private about my work, and I think mm. I'm ready to just step out. So I'm definitely interested in getting into new media spaces, getting into music and poetry, getting into theater and poetry. Um, getting into writing books, getting into academic spaces where, you know, poetry is a medium for um, decolonial narratives and interpreting ac academic data. Uh, so, you know, my work is going to be everywhere, but for now it's, you know, you can Google me and I'll pop up here and there. Um, there's a couple of places I've been published have in, you, but mostly been... I post my work on my, my Facebook page for now. And Have actually, been... that's what you asked for. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, that's where I saw, and, and that's why I was interested in your collaborations because you recently posted a, a beautiful uh, visual art piece of a woman in honey, and there was a poem that, that went with that to see. And I'm like, that was a nice like, collaboration. You know, uh, can you tell us about that actually? Do you know the artist um who did that piece or um no, I do not know the artist that did that piece. So I wrote that poem. It was after like a cute little date I had. Um, you know, and there are a lot of like uh Easter eggs that only the person that was with me on that day will understand, you know. It's I suppose it makes poetic sense in a, in a in a general broader perspective, but they're very particular moments that were captured in the poem. So I wrote the poem and then after I wrote the poem, I kind of just looked up what what was my search? I think it was like woman be art, you know? Mm -hmm. And that 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 was one of the images that just really jumped out at me. And it is only after like Wes commented to say, did you, did you do this painting? And I was like, no. And then he was like, it works really well. So I was like, actually, then I read the poem again with the image in mind. And I was like, damn, yeah, you know, it does work really well. Um, but no, I don't know who the artist is. It looks like there's a, there's like a signature on the bottom right hand corner. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know who that was. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's a beautiful, like interesting thing that, um, collaboration there. Yeah, I think I think it works. You also because you because your your poetry comes across incredibly deep. Um, 
yeah, I think it opens it up to a whole bunch of things. And we're living in an interesting world now where artists can uh, utilize this digital space as we're doing right now uh, and monetize it, actually, uh, which is something we're definitely working out of that. And on that point, remember, guys, if you're listening to this, please like, subscribe, and comment to this channel. If you find it on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the other major um, platforms, which is the Art Next Year podcast. Um, I was going to ask earlier on Candace, have you been published before? Uh, as in a book, as in an anthology um, of poems. Poem, a book, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, no, my poetry, I've been published internationally. I've been published in Nigeria, in India, in like a lot of um, online publications as well. Um, yeah, I am. I am published. I want to work on my on my book, though. Uh, my book has been listeners, Can you direct our listeners? You know, maybe our listeners want to know where. Maybe they don't know how do they get yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. that's it. Yeah, like if you Google Indigen Kofio, a lot of my work will, will pop up. You know, some of it was published, obviously hard copy, but there seems to be a lot of electronic versions of that hard copy that's online. Um, there was in the, the coinage book one, there's obviously Poetry Potion. There's, um, there was some Nigerian publication. I don't remember. That was quite a few years ago. But the content is still on my Facebook page. Um, there was the Mail and Guardian. There's, yeah, kind of quite a few. The Odd Mag. Uh, yeah. yeah. The Thinker. But most of it is online. Most of it is online. Yeah, that's what we just... No, welcome yeah. back. Welcome back, girl. And we look forward to, you know, hearing more of your poetry and your exciting collaborations. And yeah, man, uh, thank you so much thank for you. spending with us today this has been awesome and you yeah. know me ask one more time if you have one last yes. poem for us yes we like celebrating ourselves in this poll in the, in this podcast so <laughs> we do we like celebrating ourselves yes we don't yeah. yes we, we, should. Ourselves. we should guys we should yeah. No, it's been lovely. It's been lovely chatting. Thank you so much for having me. You know, you guys, I feel like this is family. You know, and as much as this technological advances of having us be in the same space, even though we're in completely different locations, you know, this makes me feel all warm and fuzzy, like we're all around a fire somewhere. So nice. I like the vibe that you guys are cooking up. It's it's really awesome. No, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Wes, do you have one yeah, more uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man, I just used maybe something which is really dope. Um, I will actually use it in the future. I'll share it with Caesar afterwards. Um, do you have one more poem to read to us? And we'll sort of talk about that and kind of wrap it up. There is a mournful wailing haunting the night air of this national cemetery where manicured lawns have been planted over the bloodshed no one dares to speak of tarred roads that have been constructed over the grave sites of our ancestors. And the unrest shows in the elusive peace we are always striving to achieve. There are spirits that rain upon us with lightning, reminding us of every death on this land considered too insignificant a life to be counted. Savages unworthy of living on their God's green earth, 
exterminated, relegated to anthropologist logs documenting us as greasy, lazy, unkempt, unholy. You shot our people in the head at close range. But what you didn't know was that every life taken on this soil awakened an army of spirits here to defend and demand what's theirs. Hmm. We're rising like waves from the water you tried to drown us in. We're multiplying like the grains of sand you took from beneath our feet and called your own. We will not breathe our last breath here in these untold stories. We will not die here in these unsung songs. We will not be buried here politely to protect your fragile notion of a rainbow nation. We will not die here to keep your peace. We will not die here like ants, cockroaches, or, or flies. We are antelopes, snakes, and lions. We are thunder and the full moon rising. We are fire, water, air, and earth here to assert our rebirth on our God's green earth. You're taking your final breaths at the end of a dying age, having run humanity into a hole in the name of modernization and failed. We are here to stitch a people back together, to remember and call upon our ancestors to resurrect what's human in us, to resuscitate our spirit and give expression to the divine. We are here to reclaim what's ours. I am here to reclaim what's mine. I am rediscovering my language, my tongue learning to uncoil the serpent of ancestry as my mouth wraps around the words of my foremothers in salutation to the sun. I am drinking wine from the vines that sprout from my veins, intoxicated by my own being, drunk on my true identity as a spirit here, as a queen, as a god. I breathe underwater now, having reintroduced myself to the seas and the rivers. I swim with mermaid magic rippling off my tail as I reawaken the fairy tale in this living wave after wave. My hips spark flames when my body sways around the fire, chanting anthems to the full moon. The mystery of creation. I am the woman who makes God swoon the seductress of incarnation conjuring life in my womb. I am shielded by the flesh of millions. I wear my mother's, mother's, mother's skin in blizzards. I am she who was fetishized, exhibitionized, demonized and crucified, here to rise again and ascend into the glory of my divine feminine. I am the chorus at dawn, the voice of my ancestors reborn, as they take the form of all the rich yesterdays in my tomorrow. All the golden joy in my sorrow, all the royalty in my blood, all the immortality in my bones. I do not walk alone. I run with the wind who knows my true names. I fly with the eagle who sees my real greatness. I slither with the snakes who remind me to stay potently grounded. I flourish like the glory with which I was fearfully made. Mm. Wow. Uh, Kenneth, thanks wow. for that, man. Just for the listeners, thank like, you. ABC has got real dark on my side. Um, thank you, ANC. <laughs> um, that's the ANC's fault. Um, 
Yeah, it's pretty dark here. Yeah. It sucks. Um, it but sucks because yeah. No, as I was saying, this was a beautiful way like of wrapping up the session. This has been amazing. And thank you for generously, you know, sharing your craft, um, with your light and everything you do and aspire, you know, um to achieve thank or want you. to achieve. Thank you. Yeah. Um thanks, man. And, and thanks, guys, remember to subscribe. Subscribe, like, comment, and let's engage the, the poet. It's Candace Harris on Facebook, right? Candace? It's Candace Samantha Harris on Facebook, and it's uh, facebook.com forward slash gene spelling, I think, for my poetry page. Okay. Yeah, yeah. no, we'll so just add that on the description. But yeah, thanks, guys, for joining us. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, um, thanks everybody. Um, yeah, sorry about the low shading. It sucks. Um, yeah, but it sucks, man. It really sucks, bro. Especially if you record <laughs> like it sucks. Like unpack the 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 poem because we'll see some interesting things there. Um yeah, man. As I said, we'll probably just a few two weeks time. And um sure. yeah, thanks for coming through. It's Wesley Pepper on all the social media platforms. Um, and remember, it's uh, just the, the 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 Facebook page again, man. Mm. It is the Art Lexia Facebook page. Um, yeah, so please try like like that, and don't forget to like and subscribe our uh, YouTube channel too. Um, we're trying to build them. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm um, rather keep. I'm see that you can wrap it up and. Uh, yeah, no, so cheers, thanks, Samantha. Ah, uh, Candice, one love. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, Seth, and we'll just have the fact when the episode goes live. And yeah, man, take care and keep writing, please. Yeah. Keep uh, writing. And keep yeah, writing. man, let us know if there's anything else you want to share. This is the platform for that. Um, yeah, man, one love. And thanks, thank, yeah. um, thanks for thanks. Cheers. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Goodbye.